This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Minnesota Wild tonight at Capital One Arena. The Hershey Bears will be honored pregame tonight for winning the Calder Cup. And Bears radio voice Zach Fish will join us to talk about the festivities, Hunter Shepard, and more. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, October 27th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the beginning tonight of a five-game homestand for the men of Spencer Carberry as the Minnesota Wild come to call for the only time this season in D.C. We should know more this morning about defenseman Rasmus Sandin, sideline late in the third period Wednesday at New Jersey, and we should see a full morning skate today as well. While the team has had optional game day skates up to this moment, the off day yesterday suggests everyone going to be on the ice today in preparation for tonight's tilt with the Wild. The Hershey Bears will be honored tonight and throughout the game for winning the Calder Cup in June. Captain Dylan McElrath, Mike Vecchione, and Aaron Ness all down from Hershey will be there for the game and will drop a ceremonial first puck prior to and the Calder Cup going to be available for pictures tonight on the 100 level during the game. Joining me here this morning to talk about tonight's events, Hunter Shepard's big night in Newark, and the latest on Hendricks LaPierre and Ivan Moroshnichenko, the voice of the Bears, Zach Fish. Well, it's going to be a pretty special night at Capital One Arena as the Hershey Bears being honored in pregame ceremonies for what we've been talking about quite a bit here on the show and going back to springtime, Calder Cup Championship, the banner going up to the rafters. Zach Fish, the voice of the Bears, joining us here, fills in for me, of course, on the Caps Radio Network as well. Zach, this is going to be fun. You're going to be in a house tonight. We're going to have some players come down tonight, and the Calder Cup going to be on display on the 100 level during the game. This is awesome to be able to have the NHL club. I don't know that too many NHL clubs would have done this, but it's nice that you guys are close. It's nice that you can do it and really looking forward to having you guys here tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great partnership with the Capitals dating back to 2005, 2006. You very well know it, John, from your three Calder Cups and Hershey is part of the Capitals organization and the success continues uh, here in 2023 with the championship with some of the top prospects for the Washington Capitals. So really honored to be there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. The, the captains of last year's team and this year's team, you know, Dylan McElrath, who played some games with the Caps last year, Mike Becchione, who got a cup of coffee in Washington, and, and Aaron Ness, who did a few years ago as well, all will be in attendance. Head coach Todd Nelson, Brian Helmer, both those guys, former Capitals. So everybody uh, that'll be there is, is pulled on the Capitals jersey. So really excited to be part of it and bring the Calder Cup. And very cool the organization is doing this for us and the pride that they take in the success at the American Hockey League level. It's a special relationship between the Bears and the Capitals. We're coming up on 20 years now, which is crazy because I remember the day this started. But one of the things that has made this so special are the moments along the way with individual players. And boy, did we have a good one in Newark this week as Hunter Shepard at almost age 28 comes up and gets his first NHL start and does so in a win with his mom and dad there family and friends coming in from Cohasset Minnesota it was an amazing night with a lot of his teammates who are now with the Capitals who got to play with him again and see him get that first win it was a long road to get there and you know better than most the journey that he's been on and how special this was, not just for the Caps and all the guys here, but certainly for a lot of guys in Chocolate Town too. 
Really was, and, and Shep was an absolute wall for the Bears, uh, as you got to cover as well in the finals last year. Calder Cup MVP, but a guy that's taken the long, hard road to get to professional hockey and get to the National Hockey League level. Never drafted, went to some development camps over the years, never got an NHL contract offer, started with the Capitals organization with the Bears on an AHL deal, and all he does is win. I mean, he played 115 straight games in college, two-time national champion, and he couldn't get an NHL offer after doing all of that. So luckily the Capitals organization liked him, signed him to an American League deal. He spent majority of his first two seasons in the ECHL, but he came up when Spencer Carberry was the coach here in Washington, played uh, and got a shutout in his first ever AHL game and looked awesome. And you could tell there was something there. He was just kind of blocked with the goaltending pipeline who was signed, but he took the long winding road, got up to Hershey last year full-time. By Christmas, I think we knew, and the Bears coaching staff knew that he was the goaltender that, that maybe would start game one in the play Playoffs. He and Zach Vukali performed very well, but Shepard uh, was more of maybe the big game goaltender of the two last season. And then come playoff times, he, he played in every one. And anytime he wasn't at his best, he'd come back the next game with a shutout and 45 saves. And that breakaway stop to give the Bears a shot uh, in game seven. And you know he'll forever be uh, in the history books here in Hershey. So it was a very cool moment. The Bears played in, in Wilkes-Barre on Wednesday when he made his debut. So got to just kind of watch it during our game as well. You know, it was wild one, a bit of a barn burner, but again, he, he just wins. And, and he did that. And to see his parents there and their reactions watching the television broadcast was cool. And and the whole bus erupted uh, in the final seconds of the game. We were on the bus at that point with the Caps starting a little bit later to see the clock tick down and him get to celebrate his first win. There was a lot of happy guys that played with him that uh, that know him very well. So a well-deserved moment and, and very, very cool. And, you know, he's 20, 27, about to turn 28. We'll see where it goes next for him, but he can forever say that he's an NHL player. I love the fact that the team was together and got to have that moment on the bus and coming back. And I know that you had a chance to hear what he said post game. And listen, we had Scott Sandel and a head coach of UMD on the show yesterday. And we've said it, you've said it before anyone that knows him. Shep's not a guy that says a whole lot, but he's a guy that I thought was so reflective in the moment. And I'd asked him the question about you reflect on, you know, what this year has meant, you know, winning the cup getting the number one job and being able to move up the depth chart. And it just struck me how honest he was. Like, Look, I was fifth on the depth chart around here. I was just fighting to get to Hershey. And now to have this kind of moment, he certainly appreciated it. I know his family did, and I'm sure everyone in Hershey can appreciate too the struggle to get to this point. It was not easy to even make the Bears roster there. Really wasn't. And I'll tell you my first interaction that I had with Hunter Shepard, he was in South Carolina and this was the pandemic season. So everybody's in masks and you're supposed to be social distancing as much as physically possible. You can't social distance and, and hear Hunter Shepard on a day to day basis with him talking. He mumbles. He's very quiet. I mean, likes to keep to himself. He's a goalie, right? Goalies have their own unique things, but he's a, he's a quiet guy for the most part. So him with a mask and trying to be six feet away from him, I don't think I know what he said to me in his first conversation. I'd ask him a question to verify some information, and I didn't really get to verify the information until later. So that's just the type of guy that he is where he's quiet by nature. But when he speaks, everybody listens. He had that amazing quote that was in the amazing documentary that, that Monumental Sports and the Caps put together, Sweeter by the Dozen. You know, after the game, he got the bear head, which is what we give to our player of the game uh, in Hartford after the Bears had swept Hartford and said, kill or be killed, and, and we're bears. So that stuck with the team. When he says something, everybody listens. The guys have to tell him to speak up some of our coaches probably like to you know push him to, to be out of his shell a little bit more when he's not in the net but when it's a game day and he is in the net 
He'll let him do his thing. He's got his headphones on. He's in the zone. But at the end of the day, if he's in goal, you're probably going to end up with a W in the register. And and certainly the Capitals needed one. And he brought that to the table and a really cool moment for him. And, and he had a big group of people there, which was awesome to see. I know going into the weekend, Bears by and large playing pretty well. Four and two, the loss in Wilkes-Barre on Wednesday, but obviously going pretty well. I want to ask you before we let you go on a couple of guys that I know Caps fans would want to check on. And Hendrix LaPierre certainly at the top of the list after staying late in camp. And Ivan Maroshnichenko obviously following what he did after a very good training camp here. What have they done here in the early going and how are things going in general, I suppose, for the Bears right now? Yeah, it's pretty good for Hershey right now. Not a great game in Wilkes-Barre on Wednesday. Uh, the Penguins are going to be a better team, and, and and the Bears just looked tired and, and out of sync. It just wasn't their night. But all in all, they had won four straight prior to that and going into Providence, which is a very tough building to play in. The Bruins had points in 15 straight games against Hershey in that building, and the Bears swept them in a, in a pair of contests this past weekend and went three for three in three games in three days. So take that all great. Uh, I'll start with LaPierre to, to answer your question about the guys. I really think Hendricks' game has come a long, long way since this time last year. He got challenged by the coaches and Washington's brass knew about it. We're going to sit you down, watch how these guys practice, watch how they prepare, watch how they play, and up your intensity in everything you do. And Hendricks has taken that to heart. His game was good in the playoffs, but I have been so impressed with his defensive game and his back-checking abilities this year. He's an offensive guy. He hasn't scored a goal yet, but he's picked up a handful of assists, and his line with Pierre Dubé and Miro Schnichenko have looked very, very good in every game. But there's been at least two in instances every game, John, where LaPierre has hustled back and broken up a play. And I don't think we see that a year ago. And I think that's the stuff that's going to get him to the National Hockey League. The skill, the creativity, the points are going to come. That's why he was a first-round pick. It's becoming a well-rounded 200-foot player. That's what they wanted for him. And his intensity is ramped up. As for uh, Miro Schnichenko, you know, I think the Cavs picked a really good one here. He's got to get adjusted to the North American game. But he's like Ovechkin in the sense that he loves to shoot the puck. In his AHL debut, I think he had, you know, seven shot at Attempts in his first couple of shifts on the power play. Stands in Ovechkin's spot on the left circle. He can really gun it. Working on his accuracy, but scored a couple goals, and you can see the offensive instincts and ability. And he's kind of like Alex Alexiev and Ovechkin, too. He's a, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's got the smile on his face. Not a lot of English, but uh, Dmitry Osipov is a player they have here. Not a name that Caps fans are going to know, but he's on a PTO, a, a tryout here in Hershey. But he's uh, a fluent English speaker and speaks Russian as well. A guy like him and then Alex Suzdalev, who speaks English as well, around to help Miro Shnichenko has been nice. And we started to hear a few sentences of English here and there out of him as well. So he's getting acclimated pretty quickly, but he gets power play minutes and, and he gets uh, top six minutes as well. No reason to rush him right now, but he definitely has a lot of offensive instincts and he's going to score a lot of goals for the organization starting here in Hershey. Yeah, development in the AHL. It's not just the on-ice stuff, the off-ice stuff, the language, getting adjusted in North America, all good stuff there. Zach, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. Look forward to having you in the house here tonight. Looking forward to recognizing the Bears for what was an incredible run to a Calder Cup championship, and I'm sure we will do this again soon, my friend. Thank you for this. Appreciate it, John, as always, and looking forward to tonight in D.C. Always appreciate the perspective from Zach. He and a good number of Bears staff going to be at the game tonight as well. It's the Capitals in a Minnesota Wild tonight at 7th and F, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 a fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! 
Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.